jumping in here real quick. Uh, we've got our October challenge update, mid-month update. Um, follow us on Twitter at Feckless Friends and contact us at Gmail at for the letter or the number for Feckless Friends at gmail.com. So it's kind of, you know, obviously a big deal. So uh, two weeks ago, she went to uh, Grand Casino Malax for a, uh, like a work conference thing. So she was there for like two days and just fucking drank and gambled her face off. And then, uh, <clears throat> she was supposed to go to the actual work conference in Denver, which starts on Monday. But then they, at the last minute, were like, well, we only want to send one supervisor. So <clears throat> she got canceled. But her boss, who was actually still going, was like, well, fuck it. Like, you know, it's your 40th. Like, you should just come out anyway and we'll party like the weekend before and, you know, all that bullshit. And um, given that it's her 40th, she's like, well, I think I'm going to do it. I'm like, well, that's fine. Go for it. You know, like, mm-hmm. do it up. So she flew out on uh, Thursday, or no, Friday morning, and then she's, she'll come back tomorrow night. But she flew into Denver, and then they drove to uh, Colorado Springs. Okay, yeah. And did, like, uh, horseback riding, uh, like, cave stuff, and just uh, apparently lots and lots of edibles. Kind <laughs> um, <laughs> of give yourself a panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they were saying, uh, or at least, you know, because, you know, Bridget doesn't really do a lot of that anymore. Neither do I. But um, they, she went to quote unquote, she went to Maggie's farm, so they hooked her up there. But um, they give you like the right. They they tell you like the dosage, I guess. Like they set it up for you, like right off the bat. So she kind of had a good idea of what to take and like what was enough, and she's had pretty good experience with it so far. So I'm pretty jealous. Let's just put it that way. Well, she can buy some mushroom chocolates and bring them back for her, too. I've been seeing some friends bring those home. Yeah. I'm telling her to bring a bunch. She's too paranoid to do anything. I'm like, God, it's a fucking something back. So, but yeah, so she's in Denver now. Tonight, she's in Denver, and then she'll fly back tomorrow morning. And then two weeks, I don't know, like two or three weeks, she goes to Hollywood for, like, four days. And then they're talking, like, uh, February, Vegas for a week. It's like, God damn it. Stop taking this fucking trip. Jet setter. It's driving me crazy. Yeah, I don't see I'm just here watching the kids all weekend, which has been nice, but today has been crazy. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, poison control was called. Um, oh, no. I, oh, yeah. It's been kind of ridiculous. Wait, what? Well, there's like these um, foam ball things, kind of like, uh, like almost like a stress reliever, like gel ball thing that you squeeze, you know? Um, Fran was biting on it, and I'm like, don't bite it. You're going to break it, and it's going to get in your mouth and all that stuff. So she put it down, and then within two minutes, Elliot was biting on it. And sure enough, all of a sudden, I hear this, like, I'm like, oh, fuck. So I run over and look at him. Like, the one moment, I just, like, turned away and just tried to do something else. And I see, like, this white foam shit all over the floor and on, on the ball. And he's like coughing still and gagging. I, I mean, I fucking took my hand and, or my finger and like jammed it down his throat to like push, you know, anything out. But thankfully, it's the viscosity was almost more of a like a like a what do you call it? like a ricotta or like a mm-hmm. uh, like a like more of a harder cheese foam. It was like a putty almost, so it wasn't 
like a liquid where it would just like gone down his throat easily. Like it just, I, I imagine like as how vile it was, it just, it started to go down and he gagged it all up. So, and I called poison control. I told him situation, everything. And they're like, if he did ingest it, maybe a sore stomach for a couple of days, but no big deal. Oh my God, thank God. <laughs> thank God. And that one. Hold on. We're gonna... Um, but yeah, so I poison control. I rescued a uh, a child who was wandering down the street as I was walking my oh dog. Oh God! Yeah, just like, I'm walking down the street and I see this kid. I look at him like, oh, fuck. Uh, I don't know. Like you know, the your spider sense starts going off. God, I don't know. That kid looks too young to just be walking down the street by himself. Like and in I, the road or on the sidewalk? On, he was on the sidewalk, you know, but he looked. It just. I didn't see any adults around or nothing. I'm on the opposite side of the street. I'm just like, God damn it, I don't know. So, you know, I call out to him. I say, hey, you know, are you lost? You know, he's like, oh, oh, I know where I'm going. I'm like, oh, okay, maybe he does. Like, that's fine. Like, go for it. And then I'm kind of just walking, sort of watching at the same time. And he gets to the corner, and he's, like, just looking every which way. Like, he doesn't know where he's going. So I cross the street. I say, hey, you know, my name is Rudy. This is my dog, Nico. Like, you know, where are your parents? He's like, well, I was just with them. I'm like, okay, do you know, like, which street you live on? And he's like, yeah, I live on Van Buren. I'm like, okay, perfect. That's There's something right there. Because I know Van Buren's just a block up. I say, okay, well, do you want to walk with me? And we'll go back and try to find your house. And he was obviously hesitant. I mean, stranger danger. So I tried to not be too creepy. <laughs> Because you know, like some, you know, there's the opposite side. Like in your head, you're just trying to like make sure like a lost child gets back to his parents. But another situation, you'd be like, who's this creep ass trying to like fuck around with some kid? Um, so I'm like, okay, well, let's go. So we walked up the block, and then we walked another block over. He's looking for his house. He knows like the color, the roof, like he knows where he lives but he just doesn't know like the block so we just keep walking and then like we're on Van Buren and then we go like a couple more blocks and all of a sudden I see like a mom and she's just like bolting in this direction and she's just like oh my god thank you so much where'd you find him I'm like wow I found him like you know about four or five blocks over and she's like oh thank you we just called like everybody and we got everyone out looking right now I'm like yeah he's curious he's like thank you thank you and she just grabbed him and ran off I'm like no we do it's cool it's fine this is another day but so yeah it's been interesting and we had the neighbor kid over today she's six years old um and she her and Fran actually play together very well so like we were out in the backyard kind of raking up some of the leaves and then the neighbors were like oh you know Annika wants to maybe play I'm like yeah sure like bring her if she can come over and hang out and she ended up staying for like two hours so I had like three kids in my house like fucking around but actually it's you know like two like three is actually not bad like they're they have like an agenda they're doing something they're interacting and they have like a plan so it's not as bad as you would think because they're just basically in their own world at that point as long as they're not killing themselves they're good to go so it's been an interesting Sunday wow busy Rudy dad yeah, no shit. No one died, so that was a good thing. And well, I did on Saturday. We took him to this. Uh, it's called the Eagle's Nest. It's in New Brighton, off of six ninety four, and uh, it's like a giant. You know, like you know, like the Chuck E. Cheese bullshit, where you got like the ball pits and like the indoor climbing stuff. So 
I took him in there, but it was so massive. Like, so fucking big. I'm like, okay, you know, go go for it. You know, guys, go play. And then I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute. I can't even see them. I don't even know where they are. Where, where are they? You know, and Elliot's, Fran's fine. I'm not worried about her, but Elliot's still kind of like, he's still a baby almost. So long story short, I was in that whole jungle gym for like two hours. Like my knees were killing me afterwards because I can't, it's not meant for fucking adults. Let's just put it that way. Uh, that's where people are really wondering what that creep's doing. <laughs> oh yeah, well there was, there was a funny thing is there was this little Asian girl, and she kind of like became part of our group for like a good uh, because basically you know you get in, you climb all the way up to the top, and then you go down the slide. You know, so for like a good twenty five minutes, like this little Asian girl was just like following me and like my two kids it's like okay all right sure you know that's fine you know whatever i didn't see your parents anywhere but it's like all right it's yeah it's that's a new thing for me basically but we'll be going there plenty of times when it's fucking you know 10 degrees out and there's five feet of snow everywhere there you go <clears throat> how are things in the roach domicile good pretty low-key we ended up uh so my dad went hunting in South Dakota this weekend so my mom called her over on like Tuesday or something was like hey you know your dad's out of town I can babysit you know one of the nights he wanted to it's like sure so um, she babysat last night and then on Thursday our other friends are in Vegas for the weekend so uh, his mom was watching their girls so she texted Sammy on Thursday and was like hey the girls would love to have hair soup over on Friday night if that's okay it's like yeah so we ended up going out to dinner both Friday and Saturday nights by ourselves it was great <laughs> Awesome. Like, well, you can. And then we went out to we saw Sleater Kenny was in St. Paul, so we went and saw them on Tuesday. So it's like we had three nights out this week. It was like, okay, that's like how many we have in like normally like a six month stretch or whatever. Fuck <laughs> you. That's all I can say. <laughs> Fuck you. That's pretty good. <laughs> How's Sammy doing? Good. Twenty weeks was yesterday, so we're halfway done. So it's kind of like the like I hate this phase, or is it? It's just like I, for how, I'm for as uncomfortable as I feel, I just I, I just have so much more to go. <laughs> like, I don't I can't even imagine what I feel like in ten weeks or whatever. Jeez. Oh man, that's good. That's good though. But no issues, checkups, everything's fine. Yeah, everything's good. You said ultrasound okay. last weekend, two weeks or two weeks ago. Everything's good. And you have you have another bedroom upstairs, right? Correct. Okay. You, converting that or what are you doing there yeah we're kind of slowly getting stuff together I mean most of the stuff is going to stuff we already have it's kind of so it's the reason our guest room right now so we're just going to move that bed to the other, another room and then just kind of figure out where we kind of go I guess but we have basically we're just kind of repurpose everything in Paris do you need anything extra or are you guys just pretty much I have with no I'm not in charge of any of this I just do the whole okay fair enough I know how that goes we were kind of getting rid of a lot of stuff too. It was kind of decluttering. Oh, uh, dude, I dropped was... a bunch of stuff off at the. Uh, so we have that electronics recycling place. Yeah. I just, like fucking dropped vacuums, uh, like a computer monitor, uh, or not a refrigerator, uh, a microwave. I mean, it was. I had to pay 20 bucks for the microwave, but it was worth it. But I could fill a giant dumpster right now if I wanted to easily. <laughs> We just did our 12th day of garage sale, I think, and um, 
and it's our last day i'm pretty sure we've gotten rid of not nearly as much stuff as we 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 could but a, a lot of stuff and we've made over 3800 jesus christ that's a fucking garage sale if i ever heard of one yeah well it's about over 300 dollars per day on average wow yeah are you like pricing stuff to sell or is just are you getting like good foot traffic or uh, we are on a pretty busy street so we get good traffic mm-hmm. and we put it on Facebook and Craigslist sure. and all that kind of stuff and put up signs and you know we do we, we put a lot of work into it but once mm-hmm. you have it set up it's not that hard sure. um, it's still you know I'm, I'm pretty tired today <laughs> doing it all weekend you know and uh, but but it, you know it's a get rid of a bunch of stuff and make money it feels really good you know once, oh, once yeah. you get set up it's like alright well we've done this we realize how to do it better now than when we started <clears throat> and when we get moved we're gonna do it again and it's actually a really great way to meet your neighbors too um, <laughs> and sure. people and like sure. we've met more people during this that live around us than the whole eight years of living here you know oh, I believe it uh, so so it's something that I want to I want to do again, both for the purpose of making money and getting rid of stuff, but also just because like it's good to do. It, it, I think it, it kind of declutters uh, physically as well as mentally. Oh God, I need to do both. Yeah, absolutely. I can agree more. Fuck. <sighs> okay, so how's this uh, challenge laying up, everyone? Should we discuss Mike's utter failure at this point, or what? <laughs> I don't know, he's, he's all right. I don't know, you're killing him, Rudy? You're crushing it, or what? Well, sober-wise, well, yeah, I guess we would. So, sober-wise, uh, only six days. So not bad, not bad. Ben, are you um, keeping but, tally? Yep. Okay, so... I think Mike was at eight, right? six, Mike was at eight. Mike yeah, Mike was at eight. So, and keep in mind, though, too, like, so six days sober, you know, that doesn't mean all those other days it was, like, Balls and walls. I'm at seven you know, days drink sober. Your, drink your face off, kind of deal. You know, six days sober. A couple of those other days, it was just like eh, have a beer with like dinner or something like that. So wasn't going crazy. Um, push-ups. I am at eight hundred and eighty-five. Shit. Mm-hmm. Mike, so what? Mike was at five five twenty. Is that what you said? Five twenty for Mike? Something like that. Five twenty. Yep. Yeah. And. Jump ropes, I'm at 8,450. Damn! Jesus. That's why I broke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoa! I, Rudy, Rudy's sandbagging. He's yep, that's right. Saying, oh, I don't want to yep, do it. That's right. Oh, that's exactly it. That is oh, exactly it. Mm-hmm. Fucking sandbagger. That's right. Well, that. why do you think, like, remember when I said, oh, let's, let's push it off for a couple of days? Because that's when I said push it off, let's start a little bit later. I started doing push-ups a couple of days before, doing a little <laughs> bit of jump rope, getting getting prepared for it. Like, fuck all you guys. My, my, goal, <laughs> my goal was to lose the sober challenge completely, but then destroy it on everything else. <laughs> Damn, so you're at 8,000 jump ropes and 885 push-ups? No, 8,450 jump ropes. 8,450. Damn. All right. So when we when we spoke, when we talked about the challenge, I had written down, like you said, I think like one of your best days was you did about um, 500 jump ropes. Uh-huh. And maybe like 50 push-ups. I don't remember. 
So my like the goal for like right off the bat, like as you were saying that, like I wrote it down because I had like a pen and paper handy. Um, so my goal was to just try to do your best every day <laughs> and be better than you. <laughs> How the hell am I the standard bearer for this? This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> What's your number, Andrew? Oh uh, well, I'm getting smoked by everybody, or well, by Rudy and Mike, I guess so far. I'm at seven days sober, uh, forty-eight hundred jump ropes and four hundred eighty push-ups. Well, I'm in last place in all categories then. In well, all let's hear the numbers. So I, I thought numbers. Ben was gonna be the I, Ben. I gotta tell you, I'm so disappointed already, even before you <laughs> <laughs> because right, so. I thought that Ben was gonna be the sleeper. That's why he didn't want to announce. <laughs> I thought you were going to be dedicated. No, I thought it'd be more productive this weekend than I was. But yeah, so. he was talking about it so hard too. Like going into it, he was like, "Oh, you know, I'm fucking, I'm not drinking, I'm meditating, doing all this stuff." I'm like, "Fuck, I'm so screwed on everything." Although I've only, I only had fast food twice for lunch, so that's, that's that, good. Um, so I'm at 400 jump ropes, 10 push-ups, and one <laughs> and one day sober. <laughs> Jesus, <Christ>. no way. <laughs> Ten push-ups in one day sober? <laughs> yep. Oh, better luck next month. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, kind of got a late start and kind of gave up my... over. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'll, no I'll, dedication on this I'll have a better second. Well, I, I kind of got a late start and then, I don't know, kind of lost motivation. <laughs> a late start? We all fucking started at the same time. Was well, I mean, start. I didn't do anything for a couple days. How <laughs> was it late? We started the same fucking day. I mean, I didn't start. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Well, he didn't. Wow. He didn't start the yeah, same Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I didn't start. Fuck <laughs> it. Well, I didn't count any of the stuff I did prior to that. There was only two fucking days. I mean, the jump rope didn't show up till like, the Tuesday before, How which was a garbage you... jump rope, by the way. Oh, that jump rope was fine. How the fuck did you jump break that thing in half? That doesn't even make any sense. Well, I just... Did they hit um, something with it? No, so I was doing it on concrete... Um, I, I do 8,000 I guess yeah, it's just on concrete and I, I mean it's probably just a defect because it just it, what it did is it it pinched in the middle and as I continued to jump I mean there was a point where I was jumping and there's like sparks hitting like the cement so it just <laughs> wow, what are you jump rope oh yeah dude, dude I'm fucking using right now I got this jump rope it's got fucking bearings so we're yeah. like the <laughs> the rope like comes into the actual um, handle. It's a ball bearing. Like now, I'm actually struggling more now than I did with the rope that you sent because at least that one it was all one thing. This one it's got uh-huh. bearing, so it, it wants to spin even faster. So now I'm doing yeah. the like I'll I'll jump six times and I'll, I'll stop. I'll jump another twelve and I'll stop because I can't I can't find the groove right now. But mm-hmm. it just it I don't know. It's it's not like it was a garbage jump rope, but it just. The jump rope is fine. <laughs> well, I don't. I mean, I'm just saying. Like, I mean, it it, it only lasted about. I maybe got like five hundred thousand or five thousand jumps. Five hundred thousand so, miles. I mean. <laughs> well, so um, we honestly, other than for Ben, it's anybody's game. <laughs> well, like, I mean, well, the one, I, I the really one thing I wanted to say, the one thing I wanted to say yeah. is that even doing 885 push-ups and 8,450 jump ropes, it's not even been that hard. Like, I don't and even fucking break mean? a sweat. I barely break a sweat at 700 jump ropes. In a day, you're saying? Well, I, I don't do it, like, throughout the day. I do it, like, at the end of the day, basically.
basically. I do it at like 8 o'clock. <clears throat> and what differences have you noticed from, from either doing it or from keeping track of it? Because I think that they're kind of independent things that so you can notice independent uh, benefits from. Well, I mean, for me, the one thing I would say is as I get older, like I'm definitely becoming a little bit more OCD with things. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I wake up, I want to have my coffee like right away and I have to have my specific cup, you know, and I'm going to go walk the dog. Huh. I have to have that cup with me. Like if I lose, like, cause there's been times where I'll, um, so when I have to like pull the bread routes, you know, I'll bring my coffee mug with me and you know, end of the day, you're fucking scattered. You just leave like your coffee cup behind. So like the next day I wake up like, fuck, you know, I don't have my cup. I'm just fucked up. So I'm definitely noticing I'm becoming a little bit more OCD as I get older. So, excuse me, creating a routine or at least starting it after two or three days, it's part of my deal. Like I got to do it. You know, like, and I'm not, these numbers aren't made up or anything. You can ask Bridget, like, I'm constantly going out there and doing the jump ropes because I I feel like I have to do it at this Mm -hmm. point. So that's definitely helped. Um, I haven't really felt, like, from a cardio perspective on the jump ropes, nothing different. Um, I would say after doing 885 push-ups so far, like, I I was, I were, um, well, Ben has, like, tailor-made, like, dress shirts, um, which are really nice. Um, they look good on him too. They really bring out um, the color of his eyes. For me, I uh, shop at H and M for my dress shirts, and they're like uh, I think nineteen ninety nine per shirt, and uh, they all fit the same. But I definitely noticed uh, the other day I was sitting in the car, I had to reach over to grab my uh, tablet, and I'm like, oh fuck! I was like, wait, what? And I was, like looked and like, oh shit! Like I actually have like a bicep right. <laughs> yeah i was like holy shit i was like what because they're you know they're slim fitting shirts or whatever but i reached over i was like oh shit damn there is something there fuck so that was that was nice to uh yeah enough changing shape is even more rewarding and actually a better indicator of health than changing weight sure um that's what i've read at least uh it's like yeah, it, changing weight is not a not a great indicator of health. It, it's changing shape that is a great indicator of health. Have you been weighing yourself? Have you have you noticed? Or? No, I no. I'm pre- I mean, I'm what you call right now at this point like skinny fat. Like I mean, I'm at a pretty good weight. I still have like a little bit of a beer belly, but I'm by no means healthy. I mean, Portello's twice a week, tacos when I can, sweets. I mean, I'm, my diet is complete garbage, but my physical activity is enough at this point to balance it out. So, hope someday uh, I'll have to tip this. Well, um, Ben, have you noticed a difference from keeping track? Like, have you, it sounds like you've been keeping track of your fast food thing. Yeah, I just, um, those pants aren't as tight, I can tell. Your pants are not as tight. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's let's throw That's this. That's awesome. Out. What are what are we at for waist, Vinny? What's your waist size? Uh, you know, I changed brands of pants. Okay. I, so I all all none of my clothes fit me anymore from before. Um, so like I've had to buy new clothes or whatever and get rid of a lot of clothes and um 
And so, like, I was wearing, like, a 34, usually, mm-hmm. in, like, in, yep. like, Gap jeans. Okay, And then yeah. I switched to Carhartt, which is, like, way different size. Sure. And I was wearing 33, but, like, it was a big difference between those two pants. Huge. Sure. Yep. And I wore those for about, I don't know, eight months, six months, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I've already had to change, like, those pants are now way too big for me, and I'm at a 32 Carhartt. Oh, no shit, and a Carhartt. Um, yeah, because, I mean, I noticed, yeah. I looked at some of your All my sweatshirts. <laughs> I looked at your Instagram photos. You're definitely thinner than like what oh, I you know guys, you as. Uh, yeah, you guys. I mean, Ben's the only person who's known me. Ben and Kirsten. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I weigh 180 pounds now, and I weighed Jesus 180 Christ. pounds in in fifth grade. So, um, and I was shorter then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could see. Like, I noticed in your photos, at least on Instagram, a couple of like Bridget because she's still on there. I like def- definitely for sure like you have slimmed down like 100%. So I, I haven't seen like your frame, your whole frame because a lot of selfies. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean that's cool. Yeah, the yeah. selfies, you know, whatever. It's all right. Um, yeah. But I could just even from your face, I can tell you're way thinner than even when I met you like in high school, you know, senior year. I didn't know that I could look like this. Like I didn't, I didn't realize it was a possibility. I my yeah, my face looking different is really nice. Um, I've lost like 60 pounds. And uh, and I I feel a lot a lot a lot better. Um, for the audience, just so you know, we're talking about me from two years ago, not the month <laughs> I've been jumping rope here. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's funny. It's people either are like, depending on how well people know me and stuff, they're like, oh wow, skinny Finny, jeez, you know, you look skinny, that's great, you know. But then if people like also sometimes are like. Oh, I heard he got sick. Is he like okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> I like, don't want to say anything. Um, and, and, and I don't know if I mentioned this on the last call or not, but I had an endoscopy uh, uh, not too long ago where they where they checked it out, and I'm I'm doing really well. Like they they awesome. only have two out of three signs of pancreatitis. So like mm-hmm. if they were to just go from what the, they looked at this time it would be called like indeterminate pancreatitis meaning that nice. they weren't sure if i even had it or not so I'm that's good pretty awesome. awesome i think i'm good for you fine. man yeah good. thank god thank you congrats yeah yeah congrats on just fucking i mean that's a whole ball of mental bullshit that you even have to turn that whole thing around like that so good job yeah well, it's, thank you. I, I I appreciate that, and it's a, uh, and you know what's cool is like so, um, so I for because I, I you guys know I track all these different things. So, um, like for the for the month, like I had just gone into when we started the competition. Saturday the fifth was my twelfth day of not smoking weed or doing doing Adderall. So I did okay. 12 days without smoking weed in a row or doing that. And I, I'm actually at, like, day um, 25 or something. I'm not doing that or all now in a row. But, um, yeah, thank you. Um, but, like, I, I did 12 days for the first time in 20 years of not smoking weed. Wow. And so and, that, and now I'm in days day five. So I took a week. Uh, where I was in New York, where I just like smoked weed and, and didn't jump rope or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I've I've I had a kind of a little month long break here. So your 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 leg up on me, Rudy. Um, you know, it, it, it it's it's legit, 
However, Aspect. don't expect it to be. <laughs> don't don't. No, I'm just saying. Don't expect it to your 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 rate to um to to keep you in the clear. You might have to pick okay. up the pace. Well, at this point, I, I could easily do a thousand jump ropes a day. So if you want to go higher than that, you're fine. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I, I think I think really for me, the, the keeping track of it is one of the things that, especially <clears throat> as you go month to month, really helps because you can see how much like oh, I'm doing better this month than last month at this thing, or I'm doing worse at this thing, and like kind of helps you put into perspective um you know these these periods of time rather than just being like oh, i think i'm doing pretty good yeah or oh i suck you know um, so well i mean it's just really it, like you got to find whatever it is that's working for you like i mean if you are if tracking it makes it better for you and it gives you like somewhat more engaged or if it's just like me just being like a real man and just like physical exercise doesn't bother you at all and you just do it <laughs> that's another thing altogether i don't know but um i don't know. i mean the tracking doesn't really do anything for me it's more the like determination to like get it done i suppose on that side but i will say i mean it has been a struggle with the push-ups you know to actually like do them and like find the time to do it because i'm doing it at like eight o'clock at night when all i want to do is like go to sleep but i guess the one leg up is the I don't know that I have is the jump ropes where it's like not even a big deal, but that comes into the fact that like, Hey, I haven't had to do a lot of the bread routes this month, which has helped a lot. And B it's just, I, my cardio has always been good. Like, so, you know, like I know Toski struggled like right off the bat, like trying to do jump ropes. I mean, I did, I did 500 jump ropes the first day and it didn't even bother me. I mean, yeah, I sweat a little bit and was kind of like, Oh, okay. But it's not like I, it wasn't a challenge at all. I could have kept well, going if I had enough time. Like if I didn't have to like get back, help with the kids, cook dinner and all that stuff, I could have done a thousand the first night. So Rudy, one of the things you were talking about was your OCD and how like you just want <clears> to <throat> get into your routine. You just kind of have to do it. Mm-hmm. So one of the things you can use that to your advantage is a, is a method called habit stacking. So it has a little bit to do with tracking, but it's, it's more just like the thing of like, if, if you have certain things you want to instill and you make them easy for yourself and you have them concurrent. So like if, in, let's say you were, you were doing this in the morning, let's just say like, sure. and like you had a thing where it doesn't have to be in the morning. It could be when you get home from work or yeah. whatever, like, Hey, after I have my coffee, I go walk the dog. And after I walk the dog, I do the jump probe. And after I do that, I, I pack the lunch. And, like, <clears> that <throat> is, is a method of building good habits called habit stacking. So, like, that OCD nature is something where if you do want to get back into a routine, you can – or, like, an exercise routine, which sounds mm-hmm. like you've done, right? Um, you can use these little things. And especially if you have a list that you check them off on, like, where you just – it becomes this thing where one habit builds on another, on another, on another – um, and it's supposed to work really well for people. No, I and I do appreciate that, and I, I, I get what you're saying, and there's a lot of value to that. But on the flip side, like someone who might have some of those OCD tendencies to begin with, and then you start 
trying to find like more things to track and more things that have to be done by a certain time like then all of a sudden you can't even leave the fucking house (laughs) yeah you know what i'm saying like but i mean there is i i get that i i do understand that for sure but um for me i i'm hesitant to go down that and it's what it is funny though too but like like doing the jump ropes and the push-ups like the sober thing i just i didn't even ever care about because like whatever i could be sober for like or non-sober for another three years and still beat all you guys on sobriety um but with the jump ropes and the push-ups like tracking it didn't it wasn't it didn't do anything other than the fact that like i'm just writing it down to like make sure like there's a hard time but i don't know i just i don't want to go down that road because then all of a sudden it would be like there's just too many things to, well yeah I mean, that's the one thing I would say with the kids is that they bring so many different variables to a day that it's it is harder to to go down that OCD path, which might be good for me right now. <laughs> do you think? Do you worry that like not finding your cup of coffee or your coffee cup rather in the morning, like the right cup or whatever, like throws off your day? Like, is it, is it a problem? I'm, yeah. I mean, yeah, it could be a problem. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it fucked my shit up. So, um, the other day, um, I had to get up early cause we had to do resets, which I'm sure everyone on this podcast knows is a <laughs> bit of a pain in the ass. Um, uh, so resets at Walmart for, um, bread, which happens about once a year. Um, so I had to get up extra early. So I woke up at four o'clock, um, made the coffee, got my shit together, put my clothes on and then grabbed the dog and walked her for an hour. So I make sure to be at the reset by six in the morning. Um, so I was walking her earlier than I would normally. And I'm walking down the fucking street at like four forty-five in the morning. And there's some fucking chick just hanging out on the street corner she's rummaging through the garbage I don't know if she's homeless or what but she's got a fucking pit bull and the pit bull's off leash and I'm walking my dog this fucking dog beelines it to me I'm on my I got my dog on my leash I got my fucking coffee I got my earbuds on podcast I'm going for it in the morning and this dog fucking beelines it out of nowhere and all of a sudden this dog is all up in my dog's shit barking and next thing you know they're fighting because this dog is super aggressive and i'm i got her on leash i'm trying to juggle my coffee everything and next thing you know i fall over spill my coffee all in my fucking pants (laughs) and you know the dogs are still going at it i get up i grab my dog i pull her back i kick the other dog out the lady finally comes grabs her dog i'm just like what the fuck dude like what i'm just like i i didn't flip out i'm just all i'm doing is just what the fuck what the fuck get your fucking dog out of here and she's apologizing and just say another like what the fuck and i just walk off but at that point it's 4 45 in the morning my pants are fucking soaked my coffee cup is empty i got my dog and i'm like oh shit so what i do i go home i don't even change my pants but i fucking put more coffee in that mug and keep going at that because <laughs> it was so important to have the coffee in the mug drink the coffee as I walk the dog I don't care if my fucking pants are soaked with coffee it doesn't matter like that's no big deal but the coffee had to be in that coffee cup in order for me to keep going huh that's interesting yeah I don't know 
Yeah. Yeah, there's that's a whole other podcast. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I think you know we're we still got to run it. I mean, day sober six, seven, eight, right? Yep. Right. Yeah. And what were you at, Ben? One. One. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's still, that's you know, the bed I'm talking think... about that's the bed rush that I want to see keep going Ben do your best <laughs> no, I, I, I was I, talking to Sam with us on Friday I was like is one more embarrassing than zero like it's just like no <laughs> any day any day you can do something that's difficult for you is a, and, and it's good for you difficult for you is a good day yeah. I think well, the one thing I would say, Finny, though, like, I would never have, I mean, the jump ropes are, obviously, they're good for me. I'm not debating whether that's good or bad, but, I mean, the push-ups are something I've always tried to want to do or, like, longed for, especially as we get into the colder months. I still have my gym membership, which I would ultimately love to do, but I would say that it is easier to do push-ups here than, like, we talked about last time, like, get your clothes together everything get, get in the car drive to the gym fuck around do whatever come back shower i mean all that other stuff that goes into like a gym workout so i would say the push-ups for me has been something i've always wanted to do and it's like helping me accomplish that that's awesome that's really good and there's a million little workouts you can do that don't require any equipment yeah. you know i mean I like i only a, do these two i did one for a while you what like, like, yeah it's like push-ups crunches like planking and then like squats and stuff just well just you know own body weight or whatever resistance i think ben that if if um like rudy rudy talks like he's all tough and shit or whatever like he's just <laughs> yeah i heard i heard he was an all-american weightlifter in high school he told me like a thousand times once um but uh i doubt that he has the determination to keep doing it. I bet he's only got the determination for, for one month, if not, probably only for 20 days. Damn it. Damn it. So, like, I, with this gambling thing, I think we should just, I think we should keep doing it. And oh, even bring shit. in non-podcasters, you know, to, to it. And then we can increase the betting pool, right? Yeah. And we just we just keep going with it. And, like, you know, each month is 30 bucks. You know, you throw in 30 bucks to the pool, you see what you get back. Jesus you know? and, and, like, if you don't win next month, it's no big deal, you know? And then, oh, and, and then you can it. see if the tracking does anything for you because you'll be doing it month to month. And it might, it might make it, 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 for me, after the second month and after tabulating it, that's when I started to realize how much of a big difference the tracking made for me. Cause I was okay. like, oh, uh, cool. You can chart, make a graph if you want, you know, Ben could put it all on a spreadsheet for us. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah. No, cause now you're focusing on a whole other aspect of it. It's like, oh, let's do the tracking uh-huh. and keep it going and prolong this whole thing. I'm just about like speed, efficiency, like get it done and then like move on. <laughs> yeah, that's because you don't have the endurance like Shackleton. Uh, you just have the big birds in the pants like uh, like like a young teenage prepubescent boy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Don't you want to be yeah, Shackleton? Dude, I, I, you're talking, oh yeah, the, the guy who like, uh, is that the guy who went through the Antarctic and didn't realize that World War One had actually taken place and was still going? Or is yes. that someone else? <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. That, that guy's fucking, 
Yeah, that story is amazing. I'm just going to be in Antarctica. All my fucking crew will die, and I'm barely make it alive, and then I'll get no, there. No, they all lived. He, no, he not, no, the whole crew alive, lived? Yeah, no, the whole crew got stranded on this island. Well, on the boat, or like on their ship, like frozen. Yeah, on yeah. this ice floe, and then they realized this ice floe like, was crushing the ship. So they all got in these little boats, and they went to this tiny fucking uh, uninhabited island, and then him and a couple other guys went and, like, found this other, like, island, and then they <laughs> kept sending people, that, like, trying to send trips back to go find his men, and when he went back and found the men, they had all lived. <laughs> and they all, all made it No, home. but it's I thought they, like, I don't know, I thought they reached a specific point where there was, like, other people living, and they sat down and said is world war one still going on and they were like yes and they couldn't believe that the amount of time that they had been gone that the war is still happening well, it's supposed to be over by Christmas. i think they're both part of the story i think they're both part of the story but i don't know we'll, have to, look. we'll have to do some another podcast another <laughs> so should we get together in yeah. a couple weeks and do this to the final update yeah okay so what run through the totals again for jump ropes, in order, Rudy, 8450, Andrew, 4800, Ben, 400, Mike, 300. Uh, push-ups, Rudy, 885, Andrew, 480, Mike, or Mike, 520, Andrew, 480, Ben, 10. Sobriety, Mike, 8, Andrew, 7, Rudy, 6, Ben, 1. Did anybody say, so basically, I should just give up at this point. I should just... You should give up? What do you mean? I'm just done. Yeah, yeah, why even why? try at this point? I'm going to lead by a lot won. on both. I already won. I can just, I can stop now and be like, yeah, I won. It doesn't matter what the final outcome was. Just, <laughs> well, you're okay, not getting any fine. money unless you actually win. Yeah. The money's not important <laughs> at this point. Ben can tell you that. The money's not important. <laughs> Rudy just did all these jump ropes today, and he's just exhausted. <laughs> yeah, my legs are killing me. I can't even stand up. <laughs> It wasn't well, bad. Also, I mean, the jump ropes were good. I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not, anyone who wants to pick up a jump rope and start going, it's a very easy slash, oh, hold on a second. Oh, shit. Oh, he woke up. <laughs> oh, my gosh, buddy. Okay, come here. Let's get you some lasagna. I mean, yeah, it's not. What do you want, buddy? You want butter toast? Well, this child's like Garfield the cat. You just give him yeah, lasagna. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, we do have lasagna on hand at this point. I mean, you want some lasagna? What do you want, buddy? You want some Cheerios? Okay. Oh, you want your? Oh, where'd you come from? Okay, you want Cheerios too. <laughs> okay, Cheerios. Okay. All right. Yeah, these are special guests, Elliot. Yes, yeah, the podcast. Elliot, you say hi. He just woke up from like a three-hour nap. I put him down at six. I thought he was done, but now he's gonna keep me up all night. That's awesome. Okay, but, Rudy, were you about to say that jumping rope was easy and fun? No, yeah. I, what I was gonna say is. That so it wasn't that hard to start, you know, and on top of that, it was actually something I was like, oh, okay, it's not, yeah. I mean, if you were trying to pick up something that was cardiovascular friendly in your own home, not didn't require what I mean, what the jump rope, what ten dollar jump rope. I mean, something that you could easily start doing out of nowhere and pick it at your own pace, go whatever. 
it was something that was I would recommend. Okay, teacups, Tim. Yeah, no, I would. I mean, someone who is not doing any cardio outside of like their that the work requires them to do, it was the very easiest transition into like a semi cardio workout. But you have to really actually do the jump ropes to get it going. I did. I actually think it's really a fun thing to do. I really enjoy it um, quite a bit. Um, well, until the ghetto. Ben, asked, when you, so I thought. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say, uh, Ben, how, how many? When you did, you did a hundred jump ropes. You said. I did 140 for days. 140. How many do, can you do at a time before you before you trip up? Um, oh, oh my. I don't know, 70 or something. 30 to 80. Like, like, I say just about 50 probably, and I either hit my foot or something usually. Yeah. That's for me. It started with like I could do like 10 in a row if I was lucky, and now I usually do 50 in a row, and I might hit my foot once or something. Mm-hmm. But I can do, like, I, now I'm transitioning from 50 to 100. We have to remember that I literally did not know how to jump rope when I started, <laughs> as you can tell. By, by, I didn't get to 10. But yeah. it, it's one of these things where someone who's not very coordinated, it makes me feel more coordinated. Um, what happens, like, 30, I, like, did you know that, I, like, speed myself as well. I'm, like, going faster than I want to. I'm, like, I, I try to slow down, but then you just mess it up or whatever. Yeah. It's the double jump is how I keep pace. I jump twice between each one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go back and forth, I guess. Yeah. Um, Rudy, are you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I can hear you. Do okay. you have you noticed a difference in like? Did your like heart shake kind of like when you started? I was looking at that, but I never, I never, I never noticed that. I, I thought about that. No, I, it wasn't really shaken. I mean, it was, it took, it, uh, to be honest, it really wasn't that hard of a transition. Like, I wanted to go fast and quick right off the bat, and I did that. I mean, I was actually, like, your, the jump rope that you sent, it just wasn't working, so I used, like, a piece of just regular rope for, like, the first three or four days during the challenge, not prior to. Um, and then I, it just wasn't spinning quick enough so then I used your jump rope I finally got it to like the right setting and it started just like I mean I could do 50 in a minute and then like stop for a second and then do another 50 like I mean it's not so you do your do you do then push up between sets of 100 or no no I'm doing different. different yeah I'm doing jump ropes and then I'm doing push ups differently separately do you switch between like normal width and then tight and then wide, or do you just do them all? No, I'm just trying to go as fast as possible every time. <laughs> I mean, there was on. I mean, uh, by last Thursday, I could do a hundred straight if I wanted to without any stretching. Wow. Or I'll just go in the garage and just do a hundred. You just do a hundred? You don't take a break at all? Nope, I just do a hundred. Wow. What? Mm-hmm. How heavy are these loaves of bread you're lifting every day? <laughs> They're very heavy. Very fucking heavy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do sets of 10, and then I, I switch oh. back and forth. Sets of 10? 10 jerk ropes? Are you fucking kidding no, me? No, 10 push-ups. Oh my god. You idiot. 
10 push-ups. Yeah, no, I could, no, the push-ups, yeah, I have to do sets of 10. I can't, at this point, oh, I can't Oh, I thought you were talking about push-ups. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. No, oh, no, no, yeah. I'm talking, no, I'm talking jump-ups. So. Push-ups, yeah. Wait, did he say push-ups? Yes. It's like a hundred push-ups in a row. No, no. I'm doing, no, we're talking, no, I'm doing 10. 10s and 10s. No, that's it. So I, I do, I, I go and in, in my sets of 10, I do normal push-up, <clears throat> and then the next one I do a wide push-up, and the next one I do a narrow push-up. If you want to increase those biceps <clears throat> that you're getting ready, and like, no, then your chest, and then your triceps, yeah, I'm doing some variation there. Yeah, no, I'm doing the narrow, the wide, basically just that, so I'll, I'll definitely play with it a little bit. Excuse me, and then I'll do um, where I'm trying to almost... It's a push-up, but it's almost like a, like, like a dip. So I'm like putting my hands like further uh, south of like my biceps or my, um, what do you call it? Fucking, I don't know. The, whatever your chest muscle is called. Uh, what is it? Like towards so, your belly button, you mean? Yeah, so like I'll put my hands, like I'll do it, like try to do it straight. And then I'll like push my hands out a little bit. And then I'll like try to make sure my torso torso is like more northern than my um, hands. What do you call it? Pectorals. So, yeah, I mean I will play with the variability of it for sure. Yeah. Well, when we get back, we're gonna have to all arm wrestle too over <laughs> Christmas. Now oh, we're all doing feet of strength. Well, I, what, so what do you guys think about? I know we're not at the end of the month, but what do you guys think about doing it month to month? I'm open to it. That's too much commitment at this point. I'll take it under advisement. <laughs> All right, we'll have to let Rudy win one of these categories so that he's <laughs> willing to do it again next month. <laughs> uh, uh, the correction, two of these categories. <laughs> uh, all right, well, I'm going to get back to jump rope, and then I've only done one set today, so i gotta, I got to catch up. All right. Talk to you guys later. Oh, by the way, um, Kirsten has an interview that she's flying out for in Minneapolis. Um, on or it's in the, the job is in Chisago Lakes, so um, she's going to be there on Tuesday. So um, you know, uh, send her good vibes or whatever, huh? Right, so I can move the fuck home. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. All right. Well, thanks for coming and listening to our jump rope push up sobriety challenge faithful listeners we really appreciate you spending your time with us and uh hopefully by the next episode you'll have found something better to do with your time